coming up on episode one of Real Talk with Coldwell Banker, the Real Estate Group. So Whoa. that's that's, that's awesome. yeah. Can I mean, we stay tuned? I mean, <laughs> hey, this is this is called this is called Real Talk, right? I mean, we're gonna get real. We are Coldwell Banker, the Real Estate Group, and we are one. Welcome, everybody, to The Real Talk with Cole Baker, The Real Estate Group. I am joined by Tony Didier, Regional Vice President What's in up? Indiana. Hello, right? I've got Laura Boyer, who is the Regional Vice President Hey-o. in Illinois. And myself, I am Laura Saruji, uh, the Wisconsin Regional Vice President. So you are so lucky to have all three of us. now. Aren't te- they, though? They should be. They really should be. I feel that way. So technically, we're all in our own homes doing a Google Chat filming this for you filming this for our agents truthfully because this is what who this podcast is really for so uh, tony where are you what what is going on and what is this podcast all about well let me tell you first of all i'm sitting in my own home recording studio because i'm a huge nerd um i thought i was gonna go into the music business my dad was actually a radio uh, morning show host for like 25 years had the number one morning show in our area in fort wayne indiana for nice. most of that time span and you are not going to get that from me. <laughs> I, I am just getting into this podcast thing. Uh, no promises um, for the entertainment value. But what, what we're trying to bring you content-wise and why we're doing this is real estate agents, they're on the go. You guys, if you're listening, you're on the go. You're doing offers on your phone. And they're not driving while they do it. Hopefully you have that technology. <laughs> I know we do at Coldwell Bank of the Real Estate Group. You're going to meet your clients. And if there's an office training that you can't always make it, you know? And even if it's recorded, you're sitting in front of a computer for a half hour, an hour at a time. It's not the most fun. You're also multitasking while you're doing it, which you aren't getting the most out of it. So what we're going to do is give you this podcast you can listen to anytime. You can listen to it in your car while you're on the go from appointment to appointment to just get that little bit of knowledge. And you're getting it not from your managing broker or your trainer. You're getting it from others in the industry who have the insight, they're doing the same things you're doing, but they're sharing their best practices, their ideas, and not just a how-to, but what drives them, their motivation. They're giving you one thing you can take and run with. They're giving, you're just getting fired up, hopefully, listening to these people. We're gonna have those within our company, you know, top agents, top teams, um, staff. We are gonna have managing brokers, leadership. We're gonna get people from outside. We're gonna get people from the Coldwell Banker brand. We're gonna get people just connected to the real estate industry to share ideas with you guys, give you some entertainment value and give you something to give you that extra boost after you've listened to real talk. So that's what we're really trying to do here. And where I come from, um, Indiana University graduate with a marketing degree. And I was our marketing director for a while. Um, I was Coldwell Banker 30 under 30. Now I manage an office and I just love my favorite thing is working with our agents every day, trying to make them better finding where their audience is, helping them reach that audience in the most affordable and effective way for their business. Um, So that's where I'm coming from. Laura Boyer from Illinois. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about you? Do you know where Laura Boyer is right now? She's currently in her closet. I am. I am. And that's even better. You know what? (laughs) Coming from my audio background, there's good acoustics. The clothes um, provide great sound treatment naturally. So it's just the best place to record if you don't have your own home studio. So Boyer, holla at us. <laughs> yeah. 
let me tell you, let's let, let me paint the picture. I'm actually sitting with my laptop hoisted on top of a, a box that is my steamer that steams my clothes so that I can see what's happening in front of me. And I have my wonderful high-definition Yeti microphone to record good audio, which is actually my son's, who likes to record YouTube videos because he, of course, like most teenagers, wants to be a famous YouTuber someday. I hear you can make uh, millions doing that. I support so many Yeah, a few, so many a few people do. A We're few in the wrong do. industry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Um, well, you never know. Sorry, our, podcast, our podcast could make its way to YouTube, and then, you know, we all blow up in the business. But We are going to put it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Not with the video, so, though. No worries. No. No, right, right. But, I, yeah, so I'm doing it real. I mean, I got three kids and two dogs and a husband out there somewhere, so I have to put some buffer between <laughs> all the extra noise. And and I'll tell you, this isn't the first time I've had real estate conversations in my closet. Mm-hmm. When my daughter was three years old, my twins, I should say, the daughter of my twin boy and girl was three years old, I shoved myself in the closet and held the door shut to take a call from a potential buyer. And when I came out, my daughter had found the scissors and cut <gasps> most of her hair into a sideways mullet. Oh, beautiful. If you've ever seen a mullet, I, it was a sideways mullet. I hope yeah, you took it pictures was, First of all, fashionable. Yes. Second yeah. of all, I'm pretty sure most realtors listening can relate to the shutting the door, yeah. giving the shush yes. sign to others, trying to make, yes. trying to sound professional <laughs> on mm-hmm. a phone call. Yeah, so now, instead of keeping my, my three-year-old daughter out of my closet, I'm keeping my 16-year-old daughter out of my closet <laughs> so she stops taking up my shirts and cutting them off into crop tops. <gasps> <laughs> Get the scissors that's, out of that girl's hand. Uh, I know. There's too many of them. So, and but, you know yeah. what? So our clients like... are calling us at 10 p.m. You know what? They just can't expect it to be uh, perfectly professional in the background. So, <laughs> No, it's real. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, but, but I'll, hey, Boyer, tell I'll us tell about who's going to yeah. be uh, featuring on our podcast coming up. I'm very excited. Um, well, first, we'll, we'll have the one and only. I had the pleasure to sit down with the one and only Ed Prodell mm-hmm. with an inside look at his path from top producer to owning the largest number one cold banker franchise in the world. Um, and we have a few fun questions to ask. We may or may not find out who his favorite child is. So <laughs> that's, that's that's awesome. Yeah, Can I mean, we stay play tuned. I mean, <laughs> hey, this is this is called this is called real talk, right? I mean, we're gonna get real, right? Um, I'm also excited that I know. Tony got to sit down with Deb Peyton Shawley from Indiana, who was recently featured on HGTV. And I know she's going to dive into some of the stuff about coaching and, and having a team and what that looks like. So going to be a lot of great stuff as well. And then we're going to step outside even our own company. And even from our leadership summit, we have David Marine coming to us, talking a little bit about the rebranding and the new North Star logo. And it's going to be really some great stuff I there. Love and he's always David entertaining. Marine. What a good guy. Yeah, he's always, he's like always entertaining. He's the goat of storytelling. I've always interested to see where his stories go. From the moment I saw him in New York at Gen Blue, he has always had a story to tell. And I think it's because we both have boys. It's very relatable. But he True. is the king of storytelling. He's so yeah, good at it. Very, yeah. Very charismatic. I think anybody can appreciate some time mm-hmm. and one-on-one with him. So I'm very, I'm looking forward to hearing that one and, mm-hmm. and bring that all to all of our listeners. That's going to be excellent. Yeah. Um, one of the other fun things that I think I'm excited to do with everybody we, we talk with, we're going to ask them, what is the favorite thing about their home and why? So, you know, with that, I'd, I'd probably kick it over to Tony. Tony, Ooh. tell us about the favorite thing in your home. Oh, man. Um, well, uh, my wife and I, we just built our home. So we had the ability to put whatever we wanted uh, in it, you know, within reason and budget and everything else. And um, I don't fully feel like an adult yet. 
Like I wanted to put something fun in there. I researched adding a slide from the first floor to the lower level. Which wait, wait, wait. For you or the kids? Everybody. Oh, okay. It's just, just efficient. Checking. Just checking. You know, what if I struggle with the stairs later in life? What if our dog gets hip dysplasia? You know, she's oh, just going to slide right down. That's sweet. Um, oh, yeah. She's 100 pounds. I can't do that myself. She's a Bernie's mountain dog. Um, but the slide, <laughs> if you're looking into it yourself, feasibly difficult, very expensive, but can be done. anything can be done for the right amount of money. But for that's us, right. couldn't work. So I was like, I want a secret room, a, a hidden door, you know, that for really no reason at all. And really, it's not a secret because I tell everybody about it. I'm talking about it on a podcast. So it's a hidden room. Um, but we have a, a fake bookshelf uh, in our basement. I mean, it's an actual bookshelf. It holds decorative things. Um, and when you open it, um, it opens up to a small room uh, that you wouldn't know was there otherwise. And I didn't really know what to do with it. I just wanted it. <laughs> and my, uh, in our talks of the move, I was like, oh, honey, where should we put the dartboard? Like near the bar or whatever? She's like, the dartboard in our beautiful new home? Uh, you can put it in the hidden room for all I care. And I was like, hey, I'm going to take that and run with it. So it's got a dartboard. It's got a little bar. It's basically a, a wine cellar uh, because it's not really heated and cooled. So it's the coolest room in the house in the basement. Um, we got wow. a humidor in there. It's kind of a little man cave. Um, we call it the speakeasy. So uh, I would have to say my favorite <laughs> room in the house is the speakeasy. Um, Boyer, let's just go straight yeah. back to you. What is your favorite thing about your house and why? Yeah, I mean, gosh, I don't have a speakeasy, but okay. Fun. So, <laughs> you know, you got a very nice master closet, though, from the looks you do. of it. I it do. I mean, yeah, I, good job, Brian. People can only see my husband's side because that's more organized than my side. But anyway, um, we, uh, we, my favorite spot is my patio. Uh, we, we took some, we invested into our backyard and, and made it our staycation. I really wanted to have a place where I can come home from work. If it's even nice out, we put a pool up a couple summers ago. So we have a pool and a patio and we put a hot tub in. So it's like kind of my come home from work, spend an hour in the hot tub. We don't have to travel too far to get there. But my favorite part, we call it the hut. It's a big 16 by 12 pavilion we 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 got actually from Costco god love Costco <laughs> and we bought awesome couch loungy furniture and a beautiful fire table and i don't have to smell like wood burning i just get to turn on the fire and have the ambiance and of course the screens because in the midwest we know how those bugs are so i get to sit bug free inside my little hut with my fire table and maybe an occasional glass of wine that's my favorite place. <laughs> How about you, delightful. Saruji? It is. It's wonderful. But what about you, Saruji? No, I'm a Wisconsin. I'm an outside girl as well. So I'd have to say, since we moved into our house two years ago, my favorite part is the yard. So there's the backyard. Um, the boys are fishing in, in the pond or the bonfires with the neighbors coming over. But truthfully, the front yard, there are so many neighborhood boys in this area. It's no doubt six to eight bikes, like hanging out in the front yard as soon as I pull in after work. And they all have this like impromptu need to play baseball. We used to have bases that like you could see this diamond and now it's just there, like embedded in the grass. I don't think it's ever going to grow back. So I have to say coming home, seeing the kids playing baseball with random neighborhood kids and it's just a blast. So that community, that neighborhood, that's what I love about our home. So I, I say embrace it. Put the dirt and the baselines right in the front yard. <sighs> just go for it. No, and that's even the worst part because I come from a landscaping family. I grew up in Lake Geneva. We had a, my dad still owns a landscaping company. So like I'm very particular about like the way the grass is grown, like the way it's mowed. Like it's very particular. And so the fact that I'm allowing this baseball diamond in my front yard, 
You're a good mom. You're such a great That's a mom. Good, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I the hear sacrifice. You. Good for you. Sacrifice. No, that's awesome. about your home. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about you? Uh, what's your background? How'd you get to where you're at? Oh wow! Well, anybody knows me. I'm a pretty much an open book, but I, um, you know, that's the fun part. That's I, for sure. <laughs> I know, right? Whether it's Madonna, whether it's whomever, oh, it's yeah. all good. I, it's it's everywhere. The most so. important thing I think on your resume is Coldwell Banker, Jen Blue, Chicago Lip Sync Champion. I think that's champion. all you really need to know about Loris Ruggi. Um, you know what's even better, Tonio? Didn't you, or Tony? Didn't you actually uh, interview or submit your video for that? I did. But before you get all high and mighty about beating me, <laughs> there was another uh, agent in our office who also submitted a video, and I was like, "Whoa!" No, we're Sam. Just gonna be... I was going to beat Sam in a heartbeat. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That we're going to be count. taking each other's votes. I bowed out. No. I gave him the votes. He's the one who lost to you. That's even better because <laughs> as soon as Sam found out that I beat him, he's like, "Hey, Laura, how can I get in on this? I'll be like your backup dancer." Like he was right there with it, but. Boyer so conveniently left the screen. Did you also submit a video? <laughs> oh, I did. The embarrassment. And I was gonna I was gonna sit to the side and not say a thing, but I was pretty much well, I was told I was a shoe in for the top ten. No, 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 no. By by some of our good friends at the Coldwell Banker brand, only to be beat out by some girl dancing on a sidewalk with a sign. Yeah. I spent like five hours editing my movie. I had mm. different scenes. Mm, I had much. choreography. Ace of base, baby. That's it was it good. The most trusted brand in real estate told you you were going to be top 10 and then you weren't? No. Ouch. And then I wasn't. The other Laura. I wasn't. The other They Laura. probably confused me with Saruji. It's <laughs> not the first time. No, you're right. It wouldn't be. And I didn't bribe myself in with chocolate this time. I was good to go. So... All right. No, back to your question, Tony. I appreciate That's that. Fair. I uh, I actually started in the business about eleven years ago as an agent. So I've been in the you know trenches with you guys uh, as agents of showing the foreclosures to showing the beautiful homes. So I actually was in Green Bay on a very successful team. Love those ladies. Um, but then transitioned actually right after the whole Madonna stint in Chicago to a brand ambassador brand ambassador situation that kind of transitioned into regional vice president. So it's been. I can only assume that was related. <laughs> like, yeah, oh man, you know, look at Mike, the lip sync skills. She's going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, Mike and I got to like, have this girl hey, at the face that girl of the in company. the blonde wig yes. up on stage in front of six thousand people. We need to hire her. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly yeah. what was going through their heads. But no, I love that they took a leap of faith on me and truly found the position and the seat for that person and that personality instead of just saying, you know. Here, here's There's no such team. thing as bad, bad publicity, people. <laughs> right, right. I'm not going to lie. I did have kind of a friend crush. I was kind of watching her like, man, I think like we could be friends. I feel it's, like it's we're kind of the same people. It is the Laura's. Which has proven true more times than not. That I know. In, our, in many ways. I but feel that's bad a whole for Mike. Podcast. He tries to separate <laughs> us as much as he can. And now there's a podcast and there's a Tony in it now, too. So it's just fantastic. I mean, you cannot keep the three of us apart. This is going to be good. This you is know, ironically, good. <laughs> the three of us got together for our lip syncing skills. And now we're actually talking. Um, so yeah. I, maybe it'd be a better uh, video representation than a podcast. But here we are trying our absolute <laughs> best for everybody. This is the real talk. This is the um, real talk. Boyer, what about you? How'd you get where you're at? What's your background? What's your story? Oh my gosh. I, you know, I went to school uh, with a business degree and, and an emphasis in technology with a minor in Spanish. 
because what I really wanted to do was dance for Janet Jackson. And I, you know, <laughs> do you dream big or do you go where the money is, you know? And so I went into the business route and my mom was a realtor. I grew up in the business. I remember I remember the MLS when it was in a black and white book. And I used to sit on the couch with her and look at listings when she'd go pick up the book from the office. And so I've been around it a while. I think I learned a lot of it by osmosis. Uh, but as I got older, my mom had said, you should just have your license just to have it. It's a good thing to do for yourself if you want to invest. Um, so I ended up getting my license about 15 years ago, and our twins were very little, and I was working full-time, but I, I treated it like a co-career person does. I had worked kind of part-time. I'd sold back then in 2005. You list something, it's sold. So I was selling a handful of homes a year while I was working. It was the extra money. It was paying off student loans and all that stuff. Well, then in 2008, uh, fast forward, I had a two-year-old son who was our youngest now, and I was ready to go back to work, and I wanted to go back into technology and something in training. Um, and then our admin position opened up at the office I was with at the time, which has now since been acquired in 2010 by when it was Honig Bell. And now we're the real estate group. So three years, I worked as the admin for a single office franchise. I did all everything. I was tech support. I was advertising. I did the commission checks. I did the um, all the tax reporting and the 1099s. I did all the things. Um, I also did MLS input in three different MLSs. So believe it or not, it was pretty busy, but I loved it. I love supporting, um, which kind of then led me in naturally into the management role. So when Ed and Mike and Joe came in and they were talking to our, our prior owner, uh, our prior owner was a champion of mine and he said, you need to make Laura a manager. And here I am nine years later, I was, I've been managing the Sycamore office and I really enjoyed it. I've loved every minute of it. I, I really found that this is where I'm supposed to be in real estate. And then it kind of stemmed into this regional vice president role where I get to affect change on a bigger level. So I'm very excited not just to affect change and help growth in one office, but in 10 offices in the North region. So I'm very excited to be a part of that and, and hopefully help others find their success in their business. That's truly my passion. Wow, that's awesome. Really worked your way up there. And um, now you know a little bit about uh, the Lauras and myself. The Loras. And we're going to be the <laughs> rotating hosts. We're not all three going to be on every episode. It'll be one of us interviewing um, a special guest, like we uh, said, from within the company, outside the company, to bring you, hopefully, things that will affect your day in a positive way with our real talk. Yeah, as Tony said, we are going to be rotating out. It's going to be a great, can't wait to add to the list of participants who are going to be partaking in this podcast. But Again, stay tuned to the next episode to find out who is Ed's favorite kid. Just right now, my daughter, Sherry, put her house up for sale and sold the first day and her new house, the building isn't done. So guess what? My daughter, Sherry, and her husband and her 22-year-old and her 19-year-old are living with us. So, Well, know. we probably have, we could have a whole other podcast on that. Yeah, <laughs> we could. Let's tell some story. We'll bring Sherry in and we'll talk about what it's like. We'll probably bring all the kids in to talk about what it's like to go back and show them